Oh, man, this is really living. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, March 16th, and it is 10 o'clock. I am driving to the dentist, uh, one of the few places that's still open. Um, as of right now, sight and sound is kind enough to we're closed for two weeks. I will be going in for a couple days this week, but we're closed to the public. <clears throat> and they will be paying us through those two weeks. And then at which point they'll reevaluate whether they need to close longer. At this point, the way everything is trending and looking, the CDC is saying stuff like up to eight weeks for gatherings of 50 or more, which would get us into May. I'm really praying that uh, God would do a miracle and eradicate this virus. Selfishly, obviously, because <laughs> it's such a huge, massive thing, uh, uh, impediment on our life, our daily life, but also because of the people that have been uh, touched by this and suffering. Um, but yeah, it's crazy because. <laughs> One of the things about documenting your life is that you may encounter something like this. And I find it so strange, I'm sure, and I'm hoping that months and years from now, if I go back to this episode, it'll seem surreal and like a movie or something because it just, as we're living it, it just seems so odd. I, I, we've never really experienced anything like this. The closest thing I can remember, just in terms of the way I feel, the helplessness is uh, 9-11 and that obviously affected the economy and, and the world was changed forever from that point on and, and that was mostly located just in the US but anyway I'm at the dentist now it's just crazy to be thinking through all these things as it happens hey everybody hope you're doing well it is Monday night 8.32 March 16th and uh, after my dentist appointment today, I went and showed two homes to clients of mine. First time I've been doing that in a while. Um, and then I stopped at Aldi and did our quarantine food shopping. Ended up spending a lot of money. Had to put it on a credit card. <laughs> um, tried not to go overboard. There wasn't any toilet paper there. But I just got, you know, maybe two weeks worth of food as opposed to the normal one week. Um, it wasn't very crowded. And uh, they had most of the things. They didn't have a lot of beef or meat. But that wasn't frozen. They didn't have any fresh beef. Fresh meat, I should say. But I was still able to get frozen ground beef and stuff like that. <coughs> uh, but yeah, here's some of the stuff that still needs to be put away. Some cereal. Ramen. Uh, some canned obviously cereal bars things like that did a lot of canned soups and uh, different things like that <sighs> oh yeah last night I really had a lot of anxiety about what was going on today being out and about I know technically they want us to limit some of that but just driving and being out helped me feel a little bit better um, and uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It's out of our control. We can only control what we can control. And I'm just praying that God would give us a peace that passes all understanding in the midst of something like this that we don't really know where we're going to be. Um, but uh, hopefully when this episode airs, we'll have a better idea of what, what we're facing and, and how much longer. Hey everybody, it's Wednesday, March 18th. It's after 4 p.m. and we decided to go for a walk to get some fresh air. Keeping safe distance as requested or mandated by the government. Um, Yeah, lots of news, lots of information flying around. Very easy to get discouraged one minute, encouraged the next minute, but we're hanging on there. So we're making the most of our social distancing. We got a fire going in our fire pit out back. Listening to Huey Lewis in the news. Jesse and Leander here. Listening to Huey Lewis on Alexa. And the first two songs, one was Happy to be Stuck with You, which is appropriate. And then Respect Yourself, it said, Put your hand on your mouth when you cough. That'll help the solution. So very appropriate, Alexa. Very well done. Okay. We're going to have some hot dogs on the fire. We are? Hot dogs. Hotties, as we call and them. s'mores? No, not s'mores. Okay. Of course. Show them your belly. No. <laughs> or your jams. Edit that. Edit that. Edit that out. decided to trim my beard way back because I've been plucking hairs out out of anxiety. I've tend to do that in this one spot. It's a nervous thing that I do. And I have a feeling we're not going to open in two weeks. So I figured I would go super short and let it grow back in. And I also cut the sides of my hair. Don't worry, I'm not going to have this man bun. I was just doing that to keep the hair out of the way. But, um, I will consider this now from here on out my coronavirus beard and it'll grow in a little bit better hopefully. We'll see. Hey everybody, it's Friday, March 20th, first day of spring. It's 2.30 in the afternoon and I'm going to put gas in our cars. Uh, yeah, just a lot of anxiety which I guess is to be considered normal for something like this that's completely unprecedented. Uh, Just a lot of fear. I kind of wish that I was unplugged from the entire world and I kind of wouldn't know what was going on. And I wonder how different our life would be if we we weren't so media-driven and social media specifically. I just feel like there's a lot of fear mongering at what's going on. So it's interesting. Um, People throwing terms like martial law around and all that kind of stuff. And as someone who is a libertarian, 
the government overreach that something like this could cause is terrifying because once the government takes away people's individual rights and freedoms, they're not going to want to give it back. Uh, so that's adding to my entire... It's not just being stuck inside my house. There's also like my political ideology uh, that I'm wrestling with uh, on top of that. I'm just trying to trust God. Thankfully, there's not a line at the gas station. It seems to be pretty normal. I got some uh, latex kitchen gloves that I'm going to use on the gas pump because I don't know how often they're cleaning these things. Um, but yeah, so I'm wrestling with all those different things at the same time. Just trying to figure it out. Um, hopefully we'll get through this. I just, we're about a week in. And at this rate, I can't imagine being able to stay sane going through this for another 11 weeks or however long it could possibly be. Just really praying that God would work a miracle and that the warm weather would drive this virus underground or whatever. But then there's, I just have anxiety and fear about whether the information we'll be getting will be accurate and uh, I know people will think I'm just a nut or a conspiracy theorist but I feel like once the government sees that they can control the populace um, it's going to be hard for them to start to share information that would give the give us all the freedoms that we enjoyed before this all happened um, so we'll see what happens we'll see how all this stuff shakes out hello my name is jeff i've been a member of mct since 2013 i had my very first production as an actor there in into the woods which has become uh, my favorite musical of all time and many of my best friends i met doing that production i uh, went on to serve on stage crew for two different productions, Oliver and the producers, and then return to the stage uh, in The Secret Garden in 2015, Avita in 2016, Little Mermaid in 2017, and Beauty and the Beast in 2018. During that time, I also had a very brief and illustrious stint on the board before I resigned in disgrace. And uh, that's an inside joke, by the way. Ask your parents what an inside joke is. Um, but I would very honored to be a part of this initiative that they're doing during everyone's social distancing uh, to have uh, MCT story time. So the book I was given is Where the Wild Things Are. I recommend the book. I do not recommend the movie. I think the movie was absolutely terrible and unwatchable, actually. So anyway, that was your movie review that you didn't ask for. It was written by Maurice Sendak. So let's dive in. Try to show the pictures. I'm not very good at remembering that. Story and Pictures by Maurice Sendak, Harper and Row Publishers. Let me do this. Can't read in mirror. Copyright 1963. Printed in the United States of America. All rights reserved. First Harper Trophy Edition, 1984. So, I was born in 1983. This book is old. The Night Max wore his wolf suit and made mischief of one kind. Look at him making mischief like Max always does. And another chasing that poor dog with a fork. His mother called him Wild Thing. And Max said, I'll eat you up. 
So he was sent to bed without eating anything. You see him looking all mad. That very night in Max's room, a forest grew. This is where you have to suspend your belief a little bit. And grew. He looks happy. And grew until his ceiling hung with vines and the walls became the world all around. Seems unlikely, but we'll go with it. And an ocean tumbled by with a private boat for Max, coincidentally, and he sailed off through night and day. Look at him, so proud. He's quite, quite the naval something. I was going to use another word that I'm not going to use. And in and out of weeks and almost over a year to where the wild things are. The eponymous uh, wild things that we've heard tell about. He looks pretty scared of them. The weird giraffe, dragon, rhino thing. And when he came to the place where the wild things are, they roared their terrible roars and gnashed their terrible teeth. And rolled their terrible eyes and showed their terrible claws. Throwing some shade, rolling those terrible eyes. Till Max said, Be still! In all caps. That means he yelled it. And tamed them with the magic trick of staring into all their yellow eyes without blinking once. And they were frightened and called him the most wild thing of all. And made him king of all the wild things. And now, cried Max, let the wild rumpus start. I don't know what that means, but there's this cool bird one. This one has nice red hair. And uh, this guy's got a nice big schnoz there. They... This must be what rumpusing is. I've never tried it, but apparently you raise your arms, jump, and freeze in midair, like this guy, and look up at the moon. Um, yeah. So try rumpusing sometime. You might enjoy it. You also hang from trees during rumpus time, apparently. Uh, it looks pretty dangerous. I don't, I don't know if I would recommend that. Sorry, I've just got to fill in the time because there's these are just pictures. There's no words to read. Ride on the shoulders of a giant wild thing. That's part of rumpusing, uh, by definition. Now stop, Max said. Oh, well, it wasn't in all caps. I shouldn't have yelled it. Sorry. Now stop, Max said, and sent the wild things off to bed without their supper. I don't know why. He must not have approved of their rumpusing. And Max, the king of all wild things, was lonely and wanted to be where someone loved him best of all. Oh, so you see now? He was mean to his mom, now he misses her. It's an important lesson. Then all around, from far away across the world, he smelled good things to eat. So he gave up being king of where the wild things are. I give up a lot. So my phone ran out of space. I gotta go back, sorry. What I was saying before I was rudely interrupted by uh, memory, lack of memory, was I often allow the smell of food to lead me to make bad decisions, like giving up being the king of the wild things. But the wild things cried, oh, please don't go. We'll eat you up. We love you so. 
That's not really a pitch if you want people to stay around that you're going to eat them. Uh, and Max said, no. That was a wise decision. Didn't want to get eaten. The wild things roared their terrible roars and gnashed their terrible teeth and rolled their terrible eyes, throwing shade again, and showed their terrible claws. But Max stepped into his private boat and waved goodbye. At least he waved. After threat, someone threatening to eat me, I don't think I would be waving to them. And sailed back over a year and in and out of weeks and through a day. He looks very stuck up, that Max. Look at him. No wonder his mom sent him to bed without supper. He's got quite the attitude. And into the night of his very own room where he found his supper waiting for him. Looks like a bowl of cereal. And a piece of cake. And it was still hot. That's all. And it was still hot. The end. Unconventional ending. I like it. Also by Maurice Sendak are these other books. Hector Protector and As I Went Over the Water. Colon. Two Nursery Rhymes. Higgledy Piggledy Pop or There Must Be More to Life. In the Night Kitchen. Kenny's Window. Maurice Sendak's Really Rosy. Starring the Nutshell Kids. Nutshell Library. Outside Over There. A Sign on Rosie's Door. Very far away. Never heard of any of those books. But I've heard of this one. He also won the 1964 Caldecott Medal, the 1970 Hans Christian Andersen Awards Illustrator's Medal, 1982 American Book Award, and 1983 Laura Ingalls Wilder Medal. So that is where the wild things are. Hope you enjoyed it. And thanks for checking out MCT Storytime. Hope all of you are staying safe and healthy and are washing your hands. Hey, I'm out there. Supporters of Discover Springford and fans. I'm not sure if anybody will actually tune in, but I wanted to give uh, a little update, special announcement for everyone who's out there, everybody who's uh, going through this self-quarantining for the coronavirus. Um, as a result, we I had filmed a bunch of episodes in advance uh, in January, uh, but because of uh, the lack of uh, interaction that we're having right now, the I'm I'm left to make a decision about the finishing out season three of Discover Springboard. Right now, I have two episodes in the can. One will be this Sunday night with Ed and Sherry Schoen of the Signature Gallery in Royersford. So I encourage you to tune in. You can set up um, you can set up notifications to. Um, Live service received video signal. Sorry. I don't know if it's actually working. If it's a video is it working, I appreciate you guys. Uh, just give me a thumbs up or something because I'm getting little notifications on my computer because I'm doing it from my computer instead of my phone. Uh, but anyway, uh, this Sunday night is a new episode with Ed and Cherry Schoen of the Signature Gallery in Uh That will go on as planned. We also have um, an episode on April 5th. Uh, which I know is the first Sunday of the month. Typically, thanks, Josh. I appreciate you giving me the thumbs up. Um, typically, we've done every second and fourth Sunday, but the second Sunday in April is Easter Sunday, so we wanted to leave an episode uh, off of that Sunday night uh, for those that celebrate Easter. And 
So we moved it up to April 5th, originally with the intention of promoting Beth Ann's Flowers, which is an episode we've already filmed. And um, it was also an opportunity for them to be able to provide flowers for Easter Sunday. So that episode will still happen. Uh, I'm going to do a modified intro uh, because the intro I did, there were some issues and I was going to refilm it. Uh, now I look a lot different, so I'm going to make an intro and announce that that will be the final episode of season three. Uh, at this point, we don't know when we're going to be able to continue to uh, get back together with people. I did have one interview in the works, but we decided to cancel that because of uh, what's going on in the world. And uh, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to finish the season with Beth Ann's Flowers on April 5th, and then, God willing, this stuff will pass and we'll be able to get back and I'll be excited and itching to uh, bring you more businesses to support, especially at this time, now that we see what's going on and we see the need for these local businesses to have our support more than ever. I want to uh, just encourage you to back. You can, uh, watch all of the past episodes of Discover Springport, either on our YouTube channel, which you can visit by uh, putting in tv.discoverspringport.com. There's, uh, there should be 56, 57 episodes that you can uh, watch or listen to. You can find us on any podcast app and listen if that's your preferred method of uh, digesting that kind of information. I also want to thank all of you who have supported Discover Springport over these three years. I have uh, a number of people who are past and present Patreon supporters that I would like to thank. Uh, I've had people who've made one-time contributions, people that have purchased T-shirts and magnets uh, and just spread the word with by by signing up for the newsletter and letting people know, sharing the content on Facebook and all the other channels. Uh, I've been more active on Instagram, so you can find Discover Springport on Instagram as well. Uh, sorry, I'm just logging on to something as I as I'm talking right now, so I'm trying to kill time. I wanted to thank those that are current patrons on Patreon specifically, and I also want to thank uh, Kathy Calhoun. I want to thank Rick Lewis, Brad Sinrod for all uh, making contributions to Discover Springport in the past. And currently, I want to thank uh, Ellen Paul, Matt Stamen, Nicole Baer, and Sharon Doherty for continuing to support Discover Springport monthly through Patreon. I also want to thank those that have supported us in the past um, on Patreon. Uh, it's no, nothing light. I don't take that for granted at all. Um, and I hope to be able to bring additional content for you. Uh, in the meantime, join the group. Discover Springford does have a Facebook group where we, um, where people can share information about Springford. And overall, uh, it's not a, a, a venue or platform to voice your concerns or your feelings on specific things. Uh, it's really just an informative group uh, to highlight the area. People can share uh, stuff that's going on and also um, make suggestions for future uh, businesses, things like that, that for Discover Springport to highlight. But uh, that's it. Uh, also, draw to draw to mind, if you go to Discover Springport's website, there's a, there's a tab for merchants, and we have t-shirts available, and they are currently discounted basically at cost. So how much I paid for the shirts, how much you would pay. Uh, they're eight bucks for a t-shirt, and uh, like to don a I Heart Rofo short shirt, or maybe a Spring City 150 Year Strong shirt. We also have Limerick uh, shirts and Upper Providence shirts available, and we also have the uh, Wipers On Lights On shirts uh, that are synonymous with 
the Rose for Burrow specifically, uh, but also uh, it's got the 19468 down the side, and I think it's pretty cool. So those are a couple things I just wanted to highlight, draw your attention. I wanted to specifically thank uh, all of you that have supported Discover Springboard. We have no plans of stopping, uh, and at this time more than ever, we need people to support the local businesses in the Springboard area. So uh, that's it. If you get bored, there's always the archive of Discover Springboard for you to check out, and uh, I hope to be bringing you new episodes after this season uh, very, very soon, and I'm excited to do that. So thanks for watching, and uh, I will talk to you guys later. Hello. It's Saturday, March 21st. We are social distancing our butts off. It's a lot colder today than it was yesterday. Yesterday it was hot and awesome. Today it's windy and cold. They're riding their bikes across the street from our house. There's nobody around. So, don't panic. Oh my gosh! You almost died! <laughs> Not all bad being quarantined. Got my cat right here, Ned. Say hi, buddy. <laughs> He's not amused. He's nice, though. I could be a crazy, crazy cat lady now. Decided to get some fresh air. It is Sunday, March 22nd. Do you know what time it is? It's like 5.15 or something. No. <sighs> Jamie and I did our live concert on Facebook. You can find that at facebook.com slash jeffreydesiato. Or fb.jeffreydesiato.com. One of those. Thank you all for tuning in to this impromptu. Not really. Because uh, I promoted it like five days ago. <laughs> you wouldn't know that by the scram last minute scrambling. Uh, but I'm Jeff, and this is my wife, Jamie, and we're going to be singing some songs. While we all face uh, uncertainty and difficult times, we figured we would bring some joy and laughter to uh, to your Sunday with this Sunday special concert. <laughs> so feel free to share this live video all over the place. Um, and uh, kind of interesting. We have New York City in the background, and we want to... Remember to pray for New York City as well, because they have the largest amount of cases of uh, COVID-19 uh, and, and counting. So uh, we definitely want to uh, enjoy this time, but also be praying for those that are being uh, diagnosed and that the doctors would not be overwhelmed. Um, so why don't we have some fun a little bit here? Oh, let's get rich and buy our parents' homes in the south of France. Let's get rich and give everybody nice sweaters and teach them how to dance. Let's get rich and build a house on the mountain, making everybody look like ants. But way up there, you and I, your kids, there's a kiss at the end of the rainbow. More precious than a pot of gold. We kept it G-rated. That's right. She didn't let me lock lips. No. What's up with that? It could be kids watching. That's right. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was just going to go. <laughs>
I was just going to go for it, but I, I chose not to. Yes, thank you. It only takes a taste. It only takes a taste. When you know it's good, sometimes one bite is more than enough. Keeping our safe social distancing, we got um, this cool mural behind us that represents all of the history of Royer's Ford. I don't know if you can see where it says Royer's Ford there. Then we have back here behind me, which is just so cool. See that? Got the kids being scared of old warehouses and whatnot. It's spooky in there. It is spooky in I there. So we're doing good. Trying to stay sane. And it's nice to actually be able to get outside as long as we keep our safe distances. Hey everybody, it's uh, Monday, uh, March 23rd, and I just went to four different stores, went to Lidl, got some stuff, went to Target, Giant, and then Aldi, and I did not find toilet paper at either of those, any of those stores. We still have some. Uh, the fact that people are hoarding it is very uh, selfish, and it, I mean, it's just that's all it is. Uh, if you have more toilet paper than you can use in a six-week span of time, then you shouldn't have that much toilet paper. Um, and also, if you have more than you need in a two-week span of time, maybe you should. Uh, have reconsidered that, considering for now grocery stores are still open. Anyway, that's my PSA. Uh, but uh, I ended up spending more money than I wanted to, just because I'm trying to stay ahead of the curve. Uh, if there comes a point when they are discouraging people going grocery shopping, as of right now, we're okay. I'm also trying not to over over tax the supply by taking too much at a time, but uh, I did get two or three weeks worth of groceries last time we went out, and then I just went out again a week later and got some additional stuff, just stuff that will store, frozen stuff, um, you know, easily makeable stuff, so anyways, just wanted to give you that update, hope you're all staying healthy. <clears throat> And that we'll get through this together. It'll be really surreal to look back at this point of our history. Which is one of the reasons why I'm documenting it. <laughs>